God's word is God's tool to prepare God's people for life and ministry. May God bless and equip you for exploits in His kingdom, even as you listen in Jesus' name. Amen. They resound with God's own heart. Oh, let the ancient words impart. We'll be looking at a very short exhortation, which I'm calling the processes of entering God's blessings. The processes of entering God's blessings. And we'll be looking at the Psalm 32, the Psalm of David from verse 1 to verse 7. The first thing is understanding what is blessing. What is blessing? We want to enter the blessings of God. What is blessing? The whole world wants blessing. The whole world wants this thing called blessing. But what is it? What is blessing? Psalm 32 verse 1 says, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. The definition of blessing here is that your transgressions are forgiven and your sins are covered up. What joy, what elation, what satisfaction to know that all our transgressions are forgiven. All our sin are covered. What joy. Blessing can be translated as joy. The blessings of the Lord can be translated as the joy of God in the life of man. So the scripture we read is from the New King James Version. Now the New Living Translation translates this and says, Oh! What joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sin is put out of sight. It says, what joy. Oh, I love the word, oh, at the beginning. Such an exclamation of the heart. Such a deep exclamation of release. An exclamation of satisfaction. Oh, what joy in my heart. What joy. Because all my disobedience are forgiven. And my sin is put out of sight. That is blessing. That is joy. That my accumulation of sins and disobedience and transgressions are put away. They are put away. Verse 2 says, Blessed is the man, New King James, Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity. Look at that. The Lord does not add to him iniquity. Does not Put upon him iniquity. That is blessing. God does not put on you or on me iniquity. The New Living Translation says, Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of guilt. When God looks at my record, it's cleared of guilt. God wipes my record clean. Of every guilt 
of every transgression, of every iniquity. What joy, what peace, what blessedness. As a young man, I had a lot of iniquities. I had a lot of transgressions. And even when I finally decided to give all my heart to Jesus, sometimes Satan would come to me and say, Hey, don't think that all your transgressions have been erased. There is a record somewhere. And so even when I truly became a child of God, not just a Christian, because I was a Christian all these years while smoking marijuana, I was a Christian all these years while having my girlfriends commit abortion for me. I was a Christian while I was an alcoholic. I was a Christian while I lived in total evil. I was a Christian. But when I finally submitted to the Lord and He cleansed my sins, I was so joyful. But the devil came and said to me, Remember, All the things you did. Remember. But then I came upon this verse. God does not keep a record. When he has forgiven, he has cleared it out. So blessing and blessedness is the joy of knowing your transgressions. My transgressions, the records of my evil are cleared away. That is blessedness. But the last part of verse 2 says, the New Living Translation, it says, whose lives are lived in complete honesty. So the only way you will experience the blessedness of the Lord is that your life is totally free from dishonesty and deceit. Dishonesty and deceit are the things that would rob you and me of the blessedness of God. For many years I was a Christian and I would go to church and pray in church. But I would come out of church and still go right back into my sinful life. And I would deceive myself and say, God understands. God understands. God must understand. That is deceit. That is hypocrisy. So the blessings of God starts with a man or a woman who is honestly, brutally transparent. And that's one of the prayers we must pray. To be honest, to be brutally transparent, to say the truth, to say it for what it is. Now, we proceed to verse 3. So the first part of this exhortation is understanding what is blessedness. Understanding that blessings or the joy of the Lord actually means to have all your sins, all our transgressions, and all the records blotted away and removed. But we must be totally transparent. Totally transparent. Now verse 3 And verse 4 deals with the second segment of the exhortation, which is the curse, the curse of not confessing. Verse 3 says, When I refuse to confess my sin, 
my body wasted away, and I groaned all day long. Verse 4, day and night, your hand of discipline was heavy on me. My strength evaporated like water in the summer heat. My strength evaporated like water in the summer heat. Now, in the Bible, there is something that is written there, Selah, or it's an interlude. What means is stop and reflect on this. Stop. Don't continue reading. Stop. If I refuse to confess my sin, if I refuse to acknowledge my sin, if I'm not brutally honest with where I am, with myself and with God, if I am not brutally honest, the result is my body will waste away. I will have no joy. I would groan all the day long, New Living Translation. And it says day and night, verse 4, the hand of God of discipline will be heavy upon me and my strength will evaporate. So what is the results or what are the results of not confessing, of not seeking forgiveness from the Lord? The first, he says, your body will waste away. Sickness will set in. Diseases will set in. Your body will begin to shrivel. Number two, you will groan all day long. No joy. Groaning. Emotional turmoil. Internal confusion. Sorrow in the deepest secret place of your heart. There's no joy. Number three, day and night. The discipline of the Lord will be heavy upon you. God will refuse to put a hand of blessing. But he will put a hand of judgment, of punishment, of turmoil. And then finally he says, and your strength will evaporate. May that never be your experience. May that never be my experience in the name of Jesus. He says, all your sins can be blotted away. As far as the east is from the west, so the Lord can take your transgressions and your iniquities away. By the blood of Jesus Christ, by his death and resurrection, by confession, by believing, you are free. I am free. No longer can the devil judge me or can he bring accusation. Because in Christ Jesus, I am a new creation. All things are passed away. But I must confess my sin. I must be honest. I must not practice religion. I must come broken to him to confess. So number one part is understanding blessedness. The second part is the curse of not confessing. The third part, how to escape the curse. Verse 5, New Living Translation says, Finally, I confessed all my sins to you, O God, and I stopped trying to hide my guilt. I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord, and you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. Hallelujah. 
All my guilt is gone. But how? Finally, I confessed all my sins to you. I remember that day in 1991, in my final year in the university, when I came to the point that I recognized I am a Christian, but I am a useless sinner. Yes, I go to church. Yes, I pray the routine prayers in church. But I am a sinner. By my life, I am a sinner. By my actions, I am a sinner. The Bible says, by their fruits, you will know them. The fruit of my life were fruits of sin. Finally, like verse 5 says, I confessed. I cried. I said, Lord, forgive me. And I stopped hiding. I stopped playing the hypocrite. I used to be a wonderful hypocrite. I would pretend to my mother. I would pretend to my siblings that I was good. But I was a child of the devil. Because I lived in the wicked ways of hell. But finally, I confessed. I stopped trying to hide. Like the psalmist, I said to myself, I will no longer hide. I confess my rebellion to the Lord. So verse 6 says, Therefore, let all the godly pray to you while there is still time that they may not drown in the flood waters of judgment. Oh, while there is still time. This is our time. Every day, people are dying. And in this season of the coronavirus, people are dying everywhere, every day. People close to me are dying. People we know are dying. So, how can we be careless at this time? Verse 6 says, Therefore, if we are truly wanting this blessedness of the Lord, if we want to live in the godliness of the Lord, let us pray while there is time. Let us pray today. Let us pray now. Let us ask before the flood waters of judgment come. The flood waters of judgment are coming. I don't know about you, but the flood waters of judgment will come really quick. And I don't want those flood waters to carry me. So day and night I am confessing to the Lord. Day and night I am hiding my life in Jesus. Day and night I am seeking that the blood would hide me. Day and night I am turning my back to evil. Day and night I am rebuking Satan. Day and night I am crying to the Lord for forgiveness. And the Lord hears. Finally, part number four. The result... The result, we'll be looking at a process. Part one, we said we need to understand what is blessedness and what is this joy of the blessings of God. And we said it's a life that is free of all sin where the Lord does not impute transgression. And number two, we looked at the, the curse of not confessing. How God is heavy upon such a person. How you will groan and your body waste away and the discipline of the Lord is upon you and your strength is evaporated. Number three, we looked at how to escape the curse. Finally, we own up. We speak forth. 
and the Lord forgives. Now, what's the result? Verse 7, For you are my hiding place. New Living Translation. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. Hallelujah. That is the result of a man who follows this process. If you follow this process, behold the result. Number one, the Lord becomes your hiding place. The Lord hides you from coronavirus, from the evil one, from those who seek your life, from the tempest and the storm. Result number one, the Lord himself becomes your hiding place. Result number two, the Lord protects you from trouble. Oh, there will be trouble in this world. But the Lord protects you from trouble. And number three, the Lord will surround you and me with songs of victory. Songs of victory. The processes of entering God's blessings ends up at this point where you enter songs of victory. The New King James Version says, You surround me with songs of deliverance. Songs of deliverance. Songs of victory. I would like us to pray a few prayers, if you would permit to do that. The first prayer I would ask you to pray, as I pray, is the prayer of honestly, sincerely asking the Lord for forgiveness. Confess, confess, as I confessed, and I still confess today. Ask the Lord to wash you, to cleanse you. To remove you from the curse of disobedience. There is a curse. Do you want to pray? Lord, free me from the curse. Free me from the curse. And then finally, I would ask you to spend time to pray. That the blessings, the joy of God would be your portion. As you walk in honesty. As you walk in transparency. The Lord himself will surround you with the blessedness of deliverance, the song of deliverance. That's my prayer for you in Jesus' name. Amen.